0: develop that sense of curiosity ask a lot of questions and then say yes when opportunities are put in front of you because it's really just an amazing way to propel yourself forward
1: microphone check one two what is this you're now listening to a brand new episode of the play big faster podcast Look what you started talk to him. attorney high performance coach and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick from starting a business marketing strategies and the ins and outs of their industries we talk everything from book recommendations lifestyle hacks and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business the play big faster podcast starts now let's go
2: Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We're joined today by Kelsey gilbert Crawling. Kelsey is an entrepreneur and an author, and she actually has an agency that specifically helps entrepreneurs and others with their websites, among other things. Kelsey, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I, it is such a delight to be here with you.
2: I only give a snippet at the beginning of actually who my guests are and what they do, because you guys have so much value. We like to just jump right in. Mm -hmm. If you can just tell the audience who you work with and the services that you offer.
0: Yes, I would love to. Um, Yeah, as you mentioned, I'm Kelsey Gilbert Kreiling. I am an entrepreneur and author and a creative educator. So about, it'll be 10 years this May, which is baffling to me, but uh, 10 years ago, created a a web design agency with my co-founder and business partner, Mallory Ulazik. And we set out with the goal of making it simpler for small businesses and solo entrepreneurs to have a beautiful web presence they could actually use, edit, and own. And yeah, we're we've built close to a thousand websites since and have refined our process into this really unique offering called Week of the Website, where we partner our clients with a project manager and a designer developer to help them build a website on Squarespace in five days for their business that is highly custom. Um, It's been a really great journey. It started out just the two of us, and now we have a team of 20 spread across the country and an office in Chicago. Um, And so we've been doing that for quite a while. And then last year, Um, I was approached by a publisher called Pact to write a book about Squarespace. So I am now the proud mother of a a 10-year-old business, a two-year-old human, and a three-month-old book called Squarespace from Sign Up to Launch.
2: I love it. So Mm -hmm. when you talk about being in the website space, as a coach, I hear so much about funnels. Yeah. What, just for the audience, what's the difference between a funnel And a website and why you may need both or either or
0: yeah so my feeling on this is funnels are a tool right they're a tool to generate leads to help pull them through your sales process and ultimately get information to potential clients that Makes it easier for them to say yes to your offering and a website is really a place where those funnels can live but more information about you can live as well and um, it can be a place where you're asserting your authority via search engine optimization uh, but it's also a place where you can show your portfolio you can show testimonials It's your digital home, right? Um, When someone Googles your name, there's always going to be lots of things that come up, but your website should be the first and it should be the undeniable source of information on you and your offering. And then funnels are a piece of that, right? You may have different funnels that are set up for uh, different offers and uh, your website and funnels or landing pages are really working together in tandem.
2: It Sounds like you're saying it's not either or it's actually and you can use both of them together.
0: Absolutely. And I think you should right? like, you don't want to build and invest all of this time, attention and energy just into a funnel. Because what if that funnel changes, right? What if that business evolves, or you want to add something new to it, then you're starting from scratch. I think of it more as not an either or but a process. I would always recommend start with a website that becomes like the core, the hub of your entrepreneurial wheel, if you will. And then funnels act as one of the spokes off of that wheel. You know, you may have funnels, you may have landing pages, you may have social media different social media engagement tools. um, And those all work to make sure clarity and understanding is brought back to who you are, what you do, because ultimately that's what people want to invest in, right? They don't really necessarily want to invest in an offer. They want to invest in you. Um, And I think that websites are a really great way to make that investment very clear to people who aren't familiar with you.
2: So when you started with your business, why did you choose Squarespace versus some of the other options out there in the market?
0: Yeah, so we are one of the older uh, Squarespace first agencies. We started out pretty early on and at that point, WordPress was really the dominant content management system in the space. And I had worked with it and you know, it's a very powerful tool. But what I had found over and over again was because of the open source nature of the platform, it's kind of double edged, right? You have all these plugins and all these apps and all these things that you can put on the site because it is something that all kinds of people are constantly developing on. But the problem is that becomes like a really significant security exploit. And for most people who are small business owners, solo entrepreneurs, it's not like they have a developer on call who's like going through and making sure their plugins are all updated. And so I had multiple clients who had dealt with challenges of, oh, my WordPress site got hacked. So I really wanted to find a platform that felt like it could be dynamic Could check all the boxes for my clients in terms of their needs, but also could be secure and simple for them to use. I didn't want clients having to mess around with a host, an FTP. So Squarespace really led with this design-first approach, and I felt like building sites for my clients on a platform that was very clearly defined, though it may have originally had more like limitations. It would give them something that was more stable that they could grow with in into the future so over the years we've now you know, obviously we're we've doubled down on that as a platform and it's been incredible to see it grow I absolutely love their team. Like we have a very close relationship because we actually are now Squarespace enterprise providers. So that means not only do we work with small businesses and solo entrepreneurs, we also partner with agencies and we do enterprise scale project projects on the platform. Um, we just finished, we're wrapping up, moving a really large US-based nonprofit organization and 60 of their local association websites to the platform. So it's that's the long answer. The short answer is I've always felt that it fits right at the intersection of design customization and usability for kind of your everyday entrepreneur. And I'm always amazed by the ways that it can flex and grow.
2: I love the way that you made that distinction because it's not just design, it's security. So that's definitely something to look at. What are some of the other things that you wish more people knew about Squarespace?
0: I think that one of the biggest releases that happened this year, and this came out like my book came out in October. I built a digital course on like advanced Squarespace tools for seeing designers who wanted to learn more about some of their advanced features. And a week after my course launched the first time, Squarespace's new courses tool became available. So I actually had like access to the beta recorded early training episodes. And then we launched those a week later once it was public. The courses tool is the entry, Level tool that I feel like the course and education industry has been waiting for. We have a train, like a very extensive training portal for our clients. That when once you launch your week of the website site with us, you have access to this training portal that we've created with like most of the most common things that you'll need to know for your website. It's currently on Teachable, and we are actually moving it over to Squarespace courses because. It has an intuitive user flow that is great and it's so easy to build on. Um, So that's one of the things that I don't think people know that much about it, but it's very new. Um, They've also completely refurbished their like memberships and those ways of engaging with people in kind of that digital creator universe and coaching. And so I think that's been really special and a cool transition to see. I had the opportunity to sit down with Anthony Casalena, who's actually the founder and CEO of Squarespace. And we talked a little bit about that feature and you know i think what we got to was like there are great course tools out there kajabi teachable etc but what squarespace has always done beautifully is be broad enough to answer many questions for a lot of people and provide tools for a lot of different businesses while also serving like a wide group of clients with the tools that they need so i love that about it there is constant evolution Every week, there's something new coming out. Every week, they're listening to super users like us and individual DIYers. And I just think that's a rarity. It's hard to come by a tech company that is so connected to the people using the tool. And I think that's just, it's invaluable um, to see them respond to client needs in the way that they do.
2: And I think that's amazing. Anytime there's competition, there is more innovation. Now. We had ClickFunnels, Kajabi, Mm -hmm. Teach, Keep, and we have Squarespace in that same space and everybody's going to get better because they're trying to outdo the competitor. So it really works for the consumer. That is so awesome.
0: Yeah. And I've never been one of those like Squarespace is the best forever, right? That's not my attitude and approach. Like pieces of technology, they're like tools in a toolbox. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you need a Phillips head. Sometimes you need the other kind of screwdriver. As you can tell, I do a lot of using tools, (laughs) but there's different tools for different problems. We often not, we don't turn clients away, but we'll have people come to us, explain the problem that they're looking to solve. And there are times where we say to them like, Hey, you know what? I want to be honest with you. I don't think that this, I don't think this platform is going to be able to do what you want. So we're really like invested in making sure our clients get the right fit for the problem they're trying to solve. It just so happens that Squarespace has ended up being the fit for so many of those problems that yeah, we've really loved, really loved using it.
2: I love the fact that your business has grown so much. Just as an entrepreneur, what are some of the challenges that you and your team work with just being in technology? Because things are always changing
0: it's so challenging. I'm really happy that we built our business in the client service space uh, because there are a lot of people whose primary focus of their business is providing tutorials and education and tooling and codes, and I adore those people. There's some amazing folks that we've become close with over the years, Christy Price, Will Meyer. Like These are people who are building information about the platform, They have to keep up with those changes in a way that we just don't. So I would say like when you're in that information sharing space, it can be really challenging. I got a taste of that with my book. It is maddening to commit to paper, like paper from a tree, things that are happening on the internet because I had turned in my first draft of – or my final draft of the book – And two days later, we got a message that was like, hey, everybody, just so you know, we're beta testing this new menu layout. And I was like, "Okay." (laughs) I just wrote a book about this, but it's fine. It's fine. And I think, you know, what I took from that and I knew that going in, right, because you see the platform change all the time. So when you're writing the book, building the course, you have to prepare people for the ability to be resilient in the face of technical evolution. Um, So I went into the book knowing like, this is going to be rendered obsolete in a very short amount of time in years, right? Like It's not like I'm writing a book that's gonna be a narrative fiction that'll last forever. And I think that what you have to do, and what you have to do as a as an educator, and what you also have to do as a business owner, is develop a sense of curiosity that allows you to find the answer, even if documentation has changed. Really want people. I want my clients. I want my team members. I want people who read my book. I want people who take my course to come away not having memorized where individual buttons are, but to come away understanding how to use a tool in its entirety so that when buttons move when things change you can adapt and i think as a entrepreneur that adaptation is absolutely vital it is the only thing that will keep you from crying every day <laughs> is to develop that habit of okay what's next what do i need to learn today because i think that can be a really big challenge if you can't get comfortable with constantly learning, then working in the tech space is going to be really frustrating because what you learned two weeks ago is different now. Let's pivot
2: a little bit because we've talked some about your business. Let's talk about the birth of the book because (laughs) anytime a busy entrepreneur can actually take time and commit to writing a book, we all want to know how you did it to encourage others who may just, they may have a book in them, but they just cannot find the time. What are some tips that you would offer?
0: I was very lucky. I had this opportunity come to me. I think the stage that I'm at in my life, so I have a two-year-old son. I started writing the book about a year ago, actually. Uh, I, I was like with my family for Thanksgiving when I submitted the proposal and had really good advice from the people around me, which was like, don't get in your own way in terms of deciding whether or not you can or can't do this before you've tried. And they had reached out and said, hey, you know a lot about Squarespace. Do you want to write this book for us? Our community has asked for it. It's a resource that we think people need. Would you be interested? And I immediately was like, I have a one-year-old. No. (laughs) Like, why would I do that? i just a person in my body. Why would I want to make a book in my brain? And the people around me, one of my friends who also has a toddler was like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't do it now, you're not going to be able to do it till he's like six because he's just going to need more of you, even though it seems like he needs a lot. So that was really good advice. And then the other good advice I got was just write the proposal and see how it feels and then give it to the publisher and see if they want to buy it. Don't say no before you've tried. And what I found was I started writing this and I was like, okay, but this is not gonna be like a boring technical book. This is, I need this to be more than that because I'm not interested in rewriting Squarespace's technical documentation. What I really was interested in was taking everything I've learned as a web design agency owner who started out as a web designer, who now oversees all of these projects from zero to launch. And how do I teach people how to use Squarespace? But how do I also teach them to be professional designers? And one of the ways that I did that was by connecting with all these other professionals in the Squarespace ecosystem and interviewing them for every chapter. So it wasn't just me telling you, this is how you use the fonts and colors palette section, it's this is how you do it. And then Here's how you can think about working with clients in this capacity. So interviewed people who run design agencies, people who do content education, all of that fun stuff. And that lit me up. Like that was the best part of it because I felt like I was able to share with people the what. Then get into the why and also how to actually translate that to being a business owner, being a designer, and working with clients because I'm really passionate about that and I'm really passionate about helping my team grow those skills. So ultimately, it was like it felt impossible when it was first on offer and then it felt vital once I got started thinking about it. And so I think finding a topic that you feel that way about that you are going to be willing to do nights and weekends. I tell everybody this book was written between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. and midnight. And I feel like you maybe keep a similar schedule of that hard work, right? Like you have to prioritize it, you have to find time to do it if it's something that you want to do. And then the other piece is you have to get comfortable telling people about it once it's done. I didn't necessarily get my head wrapped around that until a little bit. Not late, not too late, but I'm so used to being behind the scenes that I had to then go, listen, you wrote this book to help people. If you don't tell anyone that it exists, how can you help people?
2: Exactly. If you have one piece of advice that you can share with an entrepreneur on just how to play big faster, what would it be?
0: Say yes. Say yes to opportunities that come to you. Be mindful that they're ones that you can actually reasonably achieve. But every moment of my life, every moment of my career, when I think about the opportunities that came to me that I was a little bit like, can I do this? And said yes, those have been leaps forward. And so I think it's very, very easy when you're getting started to be afraid to take those jumps, right? You get this. It's play bigger, faster. The only way you do that is by trusting yourself and saying yes to opportunities as they come along. And I think that just makes all the difference. Everyone on my team has this insatiable curiosity. Like the client will come to them and say, hey, can we do this? And honestly, sometimes it causes us problems because they'll be like, I don't know, can I? And we're like, yo, (laughs) you should not be spending that much time going down the road on this feature that the client like casually asked for. But I think developing that sense of, really profound curiosity um, and willingness to play at the edges of what you think you can do. That is really the difference between people who are good entrepreneurs and great at what they do. I also think like that growth, every time you think you can't do it and you do it, it helps Reinforce your confidence. It helps grow the understanding of what you can do. And it also makes you better at your job. Um. So yeah, I, like develop that sense of curiosity, ask a lot of questions, and then say yes when opportunities are put in front of you because it's really just an amazing way to propel yourself forward. Kelsey, how can we find you? Now, I
2: know how to reach you, but everyone out there who's listening, how can they contact you?
0: Yes. We've got weekofthewebsite.com. If you are a solo entrepreneur, a small business, or a creative agency that needs implementation services for your web designs, of uh, weekofthewebsite.com is the best place to find our, our web design services. And then my website is buykelseegk.com. And if you go to buykelseegk.com slash playbig, that is where I've got some goodies for uh, Play Big Faster listeners. And yeah, you can find information on the book and then my Advanced Squarespace Tools course as well.
2: And I'll make sure to include those in the show notes as well. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being with this, Kelsey.
0: It has been a delight. I am so grateful for the invitation to talk a little bit about my
1: story.
2: And until next time, everyone, play big faster.
1: For listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I'm already subscribed? I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.